So positive affirmations are a powerful way for us to help reshape our minds and rewire the neural pathways in our brain. So in neuroscience, there's a saying that says, neurons that fire together, wire together. And essentially what that means is, just like we can create habits in our life, our thoughts can create patterns and habits as well. Welcome to the Parenting ADHD Podcast, where I share insights and strategies on raising kids with ADHD straight from the trenches. I'm your host, Penny Williams. I'm a parenting coach, author, ADHD-aholic, and mindset mama, honored to guide you on the journey of raising your atypical kid. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Parenting ADHD Podcast. I'm really excited today to be talking to Jaden Schaefer from Self Pause, co-founder of Self Pause, and we're going to talk about the benefits of affirmations, both for your kids and for yourself. Thanks so much for being here, Jaden. Will you start by introducing yourself for everyone listening? Yeah. So my name is Jaden Schaefer. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Self Pause. So we are a positive affirmation meditation app. We focus on creating affirmations in a bunch of different categories to help people be uh, more positive and improve their mindset. It's awesome. So I think that the best place to start is to define what we mean by affirmation. And what's an affirmation? Yeah, so an affirmation is a, it kind of all starts from, in psychology, the study of self-affirmation, which is kind of your core beliefs about yourself. They're typically like I am statements spoken in the present tense. So for example, you could say, I am a loving parent or I am a creative person. I am someone that always does my best. Those kind of positive I am statements Mm -hmm. are self-affirmations or can be our self-affirmations. And so they're things that we affirm about ourselves. And then there's a lot of kind of science and psychology that goes behind affirmations and how they can help us change our mindset and change our behavior. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about the science behind it, how affirmations work and why they are so helpful. Yeah, so it kind of all comes down to essentially what we're doing when we use affirmations. You know, people might have heard about them in the news. There's a lot of people that a lot of coaches, a lot of people use affirmations in different ways. So like sometimes people will recommend using affirmations, looking in the mirror and saying them to yourself. Mm -hmm. A lot of people recommend affirmations for children. I've seen a lot of news articles recently about teachers. And I've talked to a bunch of teachers recently as well that talk about how powerful affirmations are for like kids in the classroom and whatnot. But essentially, the science behind them is a lot of times in life as children, or especially as adults, we have a lot of negative limiting beliefs. And perhaps Mm -hmm. you could call them like, negative affirmations that people have told us or you know maybe we tell ourselves you know sometimes it's our mentors or people that we love inadvertently could have given us some of these negative self-beliefs you know they might say things like oh no one in your family has ever accomplished this or why do you think you can do that you know and so in subconsciously we have a lot of these limiting beliefs and when we're trying to accomplish things or work towards a goal or achieve something these limiting beliefs, if we don't have the right mindset, can oftentimes hold us back from performing our best or trying our hardest or really believing in ourselves. So positive affirmations are a powerful way for us to help reshape our mind and rewire the neural pathways in our brain. So in neuroscience, there's a saying that says, 
neurons that fire together wire together. Yep. And essentially what that means is just like we can create habitual habits in our life, our thoughts can create patterns and habits as well. So if we repetitively think a statement, like let's say it's a, a negative belief about ourselves or a negative thought, it becomes a habit and it becomes our kind of our brain's default way of thinking. So, you know, if you try something and you fail or you come up short of your goal the first time, a lot of people habitually think, you know, I'm no good at this. I can't achieve this, especially for children learning new things, people with learning disabilities, ADHD, autism. It can be really daunting task a lot of times when they're trying new things and trying to learn new things and they feel like they come up short or they don't achieve. It's very common for them to have this kind of thought of, oh, I'm no good at this. Yeah. Um, and what that does, you know, if, if people are creating kind of that thought pattern or that thought pathway in their mind is it prevents them from trying their best or trying again at that same thing. So positive affirmations are a way for us to start saying positive statements to ourselves. you know, that we can achieve what we want and we are capable and able and that we do try our best. And as we consistently say those statements to ourselves, we're helping to rewire the thought patterns in our brain so that when we're put in those situations, you know, let's say we try something and we don't do our best or achieve our our result we're looking for, we can have this kind of subconscious affirmation say, you know, regardless of the outcome, I always try my best. I am successful for trying. And it can help push us to not give up essentially. Right. And I talk a lot about the fact that positivity and negativity are kind of self-fulfilling prophecies. Mm -hmm. And it's that same neuroscience that you're referring to. You know, the more positive experiences we have, the more the brain wires that way. The more negativity we have, the more our brain wires that way. And it's so important for the kids that we're talking about here and really anybody, but to have successes, to have wins and to feel competent and confident. And so it's really hard for kids who struggle, especially struggle at school to do that. And so I see how positive affirmations can be so helpful to kind of counterbalance that negative messaging that they're internalizing as self-limiting beliefs. Completely. Yeah. And I think it's so important for children. You know, it really is being able to help shift your mindset and, and have like a growth mindset as a child and especially a child with, you know, learning disabilities and other things. Um, it can be a really positive and powerful tool to help them continue to try to not give up, to not feel defeated because, you know, a lot of times they have to try a lot harder than other mm -hmm. people for, for certain things. And so keeping that motivation and that positive mindset is so important. Yeah, yeah, it's really crucial. There's a statistic, something like kids with ADHD get, I want to say, 20 more negative messages for every one that a neurotypical kid would get. Wow. Throughout their day, right? So mm -hmm. it's a lot. It's a lot that parents really have to be mindful of trying to counterbalance. You know, we have to give our kids the opportunity to feel good about themselves so that we can help them with the hard things, but also help them just believe that things can get better and they will achieve and, you know, all of this stuff to really, again, we're just trying to counterbalance a lot of that negative messaging. Completely. Yeah. And I think that's one area where, you know, what we do with positive affirmation meditation is, is really, really powerful and really impactful. On our app, you know, we have a bunch of different categories for people, relationships, stress, finances, and we have a, a children's category on there. 
all of the meditations are, are free on the children's category, of course. Mm. But, you know, our hope with that is that people will be able to use those to help their children have, you know, a positive mindset if they're able to have them listen to that. You know, I, I've talked to people that they, they play positive affirmations for their kids as they're going to bed. And also, you know, we really hope that listening to them is a good experience for parents too to listen to the, the positive affirmations and perhaps get ideas or thoughts on different ways they can help support their children as well to, you know, directly give their children positive reinforcement and positive affirmations as well. Yeah. And we need it as parents too. We need to be using our own affirmations because parenting is hard Oh yeah, and parenting kids who are wired differently can be much more challenging. So it's something that we need to be doing as the adults too. And plus that's modeling for our kids. Completely. Yeah. It's such a good example uh, for children showing them, you know, we really do value mental health. We really do value positive mindset. And yeah, I think especially, you know, parents with children with autism or ADHD, there is a very big like extra level of stress that is put on you. There's so many extra things to do and keep track of. And positive affirmations are an excellent way to, number one, de-stress, mm -hmm. but number two, to really think about your core values and focus on who you are as a person, why it's worth it to keep trying and to keep working and to keep moving forward regardless of challenges or difficulties. And yeah, really give yourself that positive space and that positive reinforcement. I imagine that it can be really good for sort of recentering after a hard day too, mm -hmm. to remind yourself that everything isn't challenging, that there is some good Completely. throughout your day or your life as well. Yeah, I typically recommend people, like I find it really powerful, really beneficial if people start, even if it's just five minutes a day, starting your day off mm -hmm. in the morning with affirmations and then ending in the evening with affirmations. The benefit to this is, you know, for starting your day off, for example, oftentimes, you know, when you start your day off, you're, you're ready to go listening to these positive affirmations. They can get in your mind. You can start your day off on the right foot, feeling positive and confident. And then what happens is as you kind of move into your day, oftentimes as things get hectic with children, with work, with other things, and your day gets stressful, our minds kind of go into this fight or flight mode. Mm -hmm. You know, there's deadlines, there's stress, there's things for the, the kids. And if you start your day off with positive affirmations, you kind of have these positive statements subconsciously in your mind, you started your day off. And as your mind goes into this fight or flight mode, it's easier for you to have something accessible to think of and recenter, kind of help yourself throughout the day as well. Yeah, they could be a great regulation tool then too, which I hadn't thought about. Totally. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of people that really appreciate that benefit. And then as far as just like five minutes or however long before bed, it's a really powerful way to kind of end your day, de-stress, Focus on what's most important to you and end your day on, on the right foot as well. Yeah, and I would imagine doing that can help with sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you go to bed and you're just thinking about how hard your day was or how tomorrow might be the same, you know, it's hard to sleep. But if you're thinking more positively and you've taken some time for kind of a mindfulness or meditation practice, that could help you sleep a great deal too. Yeah, completely. Meditation has greatly been shown to improve sleep, to help people out in that way. And so we actually have a, a whole category on our app of sleep affirmations for people as they're going to sleep. And, you know, a lot of that focuses on the day and, and processing kind of what goes on throughout the day. 
what we love about affirmations, whether that's our professionally recorded ones or other kind of tools we have on our app is we really hope that they're a, a powerful way for people to, you know, if they're not super familiar with practicing affirmations or affirmation meditation, to kind of get their foot in the door, get started, listen to some different ideas. And what we're super excited about is for is that on our app, we have the ability for people to write and record their own affirmations in their own voice. Mm. So it's like really personal affirmations, personalized to them, and then they can meditate to those and put meditation music or nature sounds in the background as well. And kids could do that too, right? Yeah, kids can do that. Yeah, I was going to mm-hmm. say a parent could do that for their kids. Exactly. I mean, some kids are so soothed by the sound of their parents' voice. And wow, that could be really a really powerful tool. I think especially for kids who struggle with sleeping alone or sleeping in their own room, mm-hmm. to hear a parent and something soothing might really be helpful. Yeah, I talked to a lady recently. She had a child with a lot of learning disabilities. When he was a baby, he had colic. Mm-hmm. would just cry all night long. Yep. Really a lot of health issues, really, really tough. And then what she did before all the smartphones and everything else was she just on a tape recorder recorded her own voice saying positive affirmations and positive uplifting things to her baby. Mm. And she made like, I think it was like a 45-minute track and would just have it loop all night long. And she said that was the only thing that would keep her baby sleeping. And so sometimes for children, it really is, you know, hearing the voice of their parent that can help soothe them and can help them feel calm. I love that. I love that opportunity. I think it's amazing. I think it could be life changing, honestly, for some people. We have a lot of families listening who really struggle with sleep with their kids. And that could be, you know, a really unique tool for that. What other kinds of affirmations, like can you give us some examples of affirmations for kids versus some affirmations for adults? Totally. I guess some good examples of affirmations for kids, and I I guess I can preface this by saying for kids, what's really important when you're focusing on like creating affirmations for kids is more than just praising kids, you know, by saying something like you are smart or you are amazing is to really focus on praising kids or creating affirmations around valuing things that are like specific to them and really focus on on praising their effort and their hard work, right? Because yeah, it's not just saying like, you are perfect, you always do perfect, right? It's about saying you are amazing because you always show up mm-hmm. or, you know, so things like that. So I guess like some examples is, you know, I work hard and always try my best. I love to learn. I can do hard things. I am brave. I'm confident. Like focusing on gratitude. I'm more grateful every single day. I'm always growing. I accept myself. I choose happiness. Things like that can be really powerful statements for anyone, but for kids in particular, and really focusing on praising them and recognizing the hard work that they're doing, that they're putting in and praising them for showing up regardless of the result. Because, you know, like you talked about earlier, if they, you know, get some sort of negative feedback from trying, then, you know, they won't necessarily want to try it anymore. Yeah, exactly. And what you're talking about, again, is growth mindset. Totally. It's praising the effort and the showing up and those sorts of things rather than praising an outcome. Like, oh, you got an A on your test. It's more like, look, you studied really hard and see what happened, right? It's really focusing on effort more than outcome, I think. Completely. And, you know, I think for adults, 
that theme is also really important. Mm-hmm. Focusing on things that take effort as well and recognizing yourself for that, you know. For me, looking at different affirmations, like let's say it's a relationship affirmation, because, you know, we have a lot of different categories, but if you're looking at like relationship ones, you know, something like I'm a kind, loving partner, I focus on, or I always try to understand the perspective of my significant other, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that, where it's like, you know, you're focusing on the efforts that you have to make. And these positive affirmations, you know, like nobody's perfect, right? But as you remind yourself, this is a core belief, this is something that's important to me, right? For example, like, trying to hear the perspective of someone else. Mm -hmm. As you remind yourself about that, essentially, by, by practicing affirmations, what's really interesting is the study of self-affirmation and psychology shows that as people practice these affirmations, they remind themselves of them, they put them in their brain, they rewire their neural pathways, it actually helps change our behavior. So when we're put in a situation where something is stressful or there's a disagreement, for example, like with a, in a relationship, having these affirmations that you, you practice, you think about, helps you to actually become that person that is focused more on understanding and actually giving your effort to try to understand someone or to listen or to not argue so easily, you know? So Mm -hmm. they really are a powerful tool for helping us shape and and change our behaviors as well. Yeah. And I'm seeing that you have a category for stress affirmations, which I think could suit a lot of parents, (laughs) Yeah, adults in general, but a lot of parents. So that's really awesome that you're focusing on that. Yeah. Especially for parents, as you said, you know, I never would have known before having kids what a grand undertaking and how much stress and difficulty comes along with that. Of course, so much reward and and happiness, but it's definitely something that it's important to to focus on ourselves and making sure we're, we're managing that stress as well. You know, I keep thinking as we're talking that the more parents do this, the better prepared they are for parenting, like for their kids specifically. And we talk so much about the fact that the only way to do our best for our kids is actually to take care of ourselves. And as parents in this culture, we tend to put ourselves last. Mm -hmm. We feel like, well, that's showing that we're a great parent because we sacrifice ourselves completely for our kids. But what happens is we're not as capable of doing our best anymore. Right. And so this is just another tool to help parents through self-care and to be the best that they can for their kids. But also, I think it's going to sort of teach some of that growth mindset that is so important when we're speaking to our kids and working with our kids. And I'm just imagining it as almost kind of a training for the parent as well in their parenting. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. It's so powerful. And, you know, um, the people we have writing these affirmations, we we really do try to focus on the psychology, the science, the neuroscience behind uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the studies that are going on. And, for example, like the people that are writing about stress affirmations, they'll typically go and read different articles on ways to help alleviate stress, what people are saying in, in kind of scientific journals in that area around the topics. And they mold a lot of the affirmations based off of recommendations or information around that. So as people listen to those stress affirmations, I love them because they give me ideas all the time on ways that I can help mitigate my stress, as well as helping to, you know, de-stress just through the the fact of, you know, that you're meditating and whatnot. But they also offer a lot of great insights and tools for people to use throughout their day. Yeah. 
And the more you do it, I think the easier it is. I know a lot of people feel really awkward and self-conscious at first when they start using affirmations. Totally. And I think as time goes on and you practice it, you'll find yourself having this loop in your mind, your subconscious, like giving you affirmations when things get hard, right? It'll be just sort of this thing that takes on a life of its own, sort of. And really, you know, I found that to be true with some parenting mantras that I use, for example. Mm -hmm. They just naturally start popping up after a while and I don't have to consciously think about it anymore. So they've helped me to remain calm because I kept practicing them and reminding Mm -hmm. myself of them. And so it becomes much more natural over time. Completely. And I think something you said there was so important, and that is to practice, you know, listening to affirmations or meditating. It's not like a a one-time experience or, you know, thing. It's so critical that we really do practice because our mindset is definitely something that can be shaped and molded. And if we're not practicing consistently to help make it more positive, there's a lot of things around us that can, you know, negatively impact us or give us that fight or flight feeling. And so it's so important that we're constantly putting in the time and the effort to do that self-care and that focus on improving our own mindsets to kind of counteract a lot of what is around us in the world. Yeah. And there's so much science around specifically ADHD and the impact that practicing mindfulness has positively on ADHD symptoms. And so this is just another way to practice mindfulness, really. If you spend a few minutes with your positive affirmations or with one from your app, then you're practicing mindfulness and you're helping. And so by teaching kids that who have ADHD, it can also be really powerful to help them in many other ways besides just sort of their mental or emotional health. Because again, we're talking about the impact of neuroscience here and the neural pathways. And so it's really remarkable how much impact even like five minutes a day of mindfulness or meditation can have on someone. So I think it's in some ways an even greater tool for ADHD. Anxiety for sure is a big one that mindfulness is really helpful for as well. And and autism too fits into that category, I'm sure. Totally. Yeah. Such an amazing tool. And it, it really does help teach people how to uh, to shift their mindset and give them so many tools for achieving more and really shifting their behavior to be who they truly believe they are. I love it. I love it. Anything else you want to talk about before we close? Anything that we might have missed? Definitely everyone can go to selfpause.com, right? And get the app? Yeah. Yeah. Anyone can go to selfpause.com to download the app. It's on Apple and Android. So just if you search for self-pause, you can find the app. It's free to download. We have lots of free categories. Uh, We have some premium affirmation meditations. The feature to write and record your own affirmations or write and record affirmations for your children is completely free. Oh, that's awesome. Um, And then one last thing I would mention, a feature I really love on the app that's also free that anyone can use is the option to create your own daily affirmation notification reminders. Mm. So I have a bunch that I have set to kind of come up to me throughout the day at at specific times, positive statements. And so it's kind of cool because, you know, if you're doing your five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night, it's really cool to also have a couple, you know, we have so many notifications on our phones uh, of work and other things. It's really cool to be able to get these positive affirmation reminders. I have one that comes up to me every day that says, I have a happy and harmonious family. And it it helps Mm. me to think about you know, in the moment, what can I do now to help my family be more happy and more harmonious? And I think that's a really cool tool. And I definitely recommend everyone check it out and try that as it can be a really uh, 
positive tool that people can use throughout their day. Yeah, I'm totally going to set that up. Because for me, notifications are stressful because it's always, well, it's something I need to do, right? I need to take care of that. I need to clear those notifications. So to have something popping up that's positive and feels good is amazing. Totally. Like it's a great sort of, again, a counterbalance to everything else that's going on. Great reminders. Super helpful information. I honestly have never thought about affirmations as mindfulness and meditation practice And you've completely changed my viewpoint on it. And I think it's such a powerful tool. And I know that so many parents listening are going to get great benefits from the information that you've shared and hopefully from the app as well. For everyone listening, I will link up Self Pause, the website in the show notes. I'm going to give you a link to some information about growth mindset too, because we've mentioned that a few times. And I think it's really important in parenting, the parenting that we're doing to understand growth mindset and try to use that as well. So you can get those show notes at parentingadhdandautism.com slash 161 for episode 161. And I thank you again, Jaden, so much for giving us some of your time and wisdom and being an affirmation ambassador and kind of spreading some positivity and joy. Well, it's been amazing to be on the show and I love what you're doing over here too, making such a positive impact. So It's great to be able to talk to someone else that's passionate about that. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun. With that, we will end this episode. I'll see everyone next time. Thanks for joining me on the Parenting ADHD podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share. And don't forget to check out my online courses, parent coaching, and mama retreats at parentingadhdandautism.com.